Welcome back to Spectrum Sundays, where we introduce professionals and self-advocates who play an important role in the autism community. And we also love to have and highlight women behind the Miss America organization and showcase all that they do for our communities. And this week, we are very excited to welcome back a fellow autism advocate and Miss America sister, Christina Beard, who is the reigning Miss Forest Park. Thank you for sharing some more with us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we interviewed you a few weeks ago, and you mentioned that you've been involved in the Miss America organization for quite some time. What has been your favorite memory as a title holder so far? Oh, gosh, there's so many, but um, one that really speaks to my heart is something that we do through Miss Missouri Week is that we have a kind of a prayer circle, and that was always just something that helped me get through the week. Uh, just Miss Missouri Week in general is such a fun and impactful week. Being able, for me personally as a musician, performing on that fiddle, uh, I typically perform The Devil Went Down to Georgia slash Orange Blossom Special. Just getting up there on stage and entertaining my heart out is just one of my favorite memories. There's nothing like the feeling of performing, especially live performances. Uh, just feeling that vibe from the crowd, I definitely miss it since we've been virtual for almost everything. But yeah, that's gonna be really exciting and hopefully we get to see some videos of when that happens at your state competition. Uh, so what advice would you share to someone watching who might be interested in competing for Miss America, especially now that we're at the 2.0 system? Absolutely, just go for it. Uh, no matter how badly you think you'll be at it or not, it's just such a learning experience. It's about the journey. I've been involved for quite some time now and every year is different. I've learned and grown so much as an individual and in my professional career. Uh, so just go for it. And we can all speak to the fact that we probably were a little nervous to try it out the first time, but a few years later down the road, we're so thankful for the opportunities that it's presented. And just thinking now, um, New York, Pennsylvania, Missouri, just how we can connect with people from all across the state through this amazing organization is truly remarkable. So thank you for sharing that. So going off this theme of Miss America and your uh, long journey through the system, who has really been your biggest supporter and who might you wanna give a shout out to? Uh, hands down, my parents and my brother. Uh, they've always been for me uh, at most locals and always state competitions and just supporting me throughout the year, whatever title I'm representing and so that I can push for those dreams. I love that. That's lovely. So Megan and I are, we love connecting with other title holders who share a similar passion for the autism community. Uh, so what are some suggestions that you could share for people to get more involved in their own communities? Search out those clubs and organizations, uh, the Chamber of Commerce, Kiwanis, uh, any local organization that you can find. Uh, for me, I found Stars for Autism through a Google search uh, that's based in Springfield, Missouri, and they really advocate for autism acceptance and their autism-friendly cities. And on your website, you actually have a resources tab, right? Yes. For different autism organizations. So make sure to check out Christina's website as well. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> So kind of changing gears a little bit, as you certainly know through your advocacy work and your passion for autism, education and awareness are key to understanding different perspectives of autism. 
But probably the most important part of building a stronger community is to embrace diversity through acceptance. If you could give any advice to our viewers about how they can practically practice acceptance in their own daily life, what would that be? Uh, don't be afraid to talk to individuals with autism. Um, even if they are nonverbal, speaking to them and just interacting with them is very beneficial. Uh, finding those resources to just kind of understand what autism is and how you can accept it. Uh, one of those resources is the Albert books that I use with my uh, K through fifth graders. Um, and there's just tons out there that you can find. I'm really glad that you said that because um, I don't think it's been explicitly said on our, uh, I was going to say channel, but on our series before is that just because someone doesn't speak or is considered nonverbal doesn't mean that they don't understand. And I think sometimes even families struggle with this concept. They are not really sure how much their child or their family member understands because they're not communicating everything. But to assume, or we have to assume that they're competent um, in order to help them become successful. So thank you for, for mentioning that. Um, but also changing gears back to MAO. Um, fortunately, we get to keep our jobs as title holders for a little bit longer than we had originally expected, which means that we have more time and opportunity to make a greater impact. What are some uh, goals for your extended year as Miss Forest Park? Yes, uh, so creating programming in universities as Stars for Autism's university ambassador, I'm looking forward to creating university programs for acceptance of autism and as ambassadors also Stars for Autism. So really advocating in those universities for autism acceptance and also bringing students onto those university campuses uh, who are on the spectrum. Uh, another thing I would like to expand on is the autism friendly cities and creating more throughout the state of Missouri. So that way we can teach those businesses, those people who are uh, in the Chamber of Commerce, if they're in restaurant business, just everywhere and anywhere that we can to reach out to people. Amazing. Well, we cannot wait to see what all you accomplish through your social impact initiative. And we're certain that that will continue throughout your lifetime, especially advocating on behalf of your brother. So thank you for everything that you do. So we've talked a lot about acceptance of autism. And I really think that to get to acceptance, we really need to break down the barriers of stereotypes and to challenge mainstream ideas about what autism is. So what are some misconceptions or stereotypes about autism that you've noticed people holding that you think are important to change or clarify? Uh, one thing that I've noticed when I speak in the classrooms, like uh, people don't understand that yes, they can understand you, even if they, as we mentioned earlier, nonverbal, or even if they are verbal. Um, when they do stimming that they are just, you know, they're kind of in their head in a way and that they are okay and that you can speak to them and that you can reach out to them. Great. Um, I'm going to kind of transition to another topic that has been heavy on our hearts uh, because this year there's a lot of change going on between the pandemic, it being an election, an election year, um, climate change. There's a lot of very heavy things going on in our lives, but we try to focus the most on the positive aspects and remain hopeful during this time of really great uncertainty. So what is one thing that you're looking forward to or are thankful for this coming year that you're holding on to um, that you would like to share with our viewers? 
Yeah, being able to have my music instruments with me at all times. Um, <laughs> but as some reason, that's how I use usually uh, relieve stress or if I'm trying to work on writing some new music. So I've been able to do quite a bit of that and a lot of practicing, especially for my senior recital, which is coming up in a couple weeks. <laughs> so exciting. Uh, I'm just so jealous that I, I can't play an instrument because that seems <laughs> like it'd be so wonderful to have, especially during these crazy times. So I'm, I'm so glad to hear that you can find some comfort and solace through that activity. So for anyone watching who might be interested in learning more about autism, what are some of your go-to resources that you keep up with to learn more about it as you grow? Um, maybe that's a book or a podcast or a blog. Yeah, there's just so many out there. It's just hard to choose one. Um, but I usually go for those books that are written by Dr. Linda Barboa and Jen Luck, who are with the Stars for Autism organization. They've released quite a few books. And another resource that I look at is Temple Grandin. I have quite a few of her books as well. And being able to see her in person was just as great as well. Um, and just finding webinars as well throughout on Facebook. You can even find those. And those, those are really insightful as well. Absolutely. And especially since COVID, I've seen a lot more of them pop up that are free and at no cost. So definitely look for those through Facebook groups and support groups and things like that to learn as much as you can about this disorder. Awesome. Um, so all of us share this commonality that we're very busy people. And <laughs> so are a lot of our viewers, a lot of the people who comment on our videos or message us are also really busy, but successful people. So we love to talk about maybe some tips or advice that you use to manage your schedule, um, because we know that not everything works for everyone. So it's really great to hear from you how you do that yourself and implement some of these strategies in your everyday life. Yeah, so some self-care tips that I do myself is I schedule time where I'm away from my phone or social media or working on homework or just working on my autism advocacy. I just take some time to watch a show on Netflix if I'm watching The Office or I take time to just play some music that's not even part of my repertoire or what I'm working on currently right now. I just take some time to just enjoy it. I love that. Um Previously, very recently, we met with another advocate who is another speech language pathologist, and she mentioned the 20-20-20 method. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but you spend um, an hour in the morning spending 20 minutes on something you enjoy, 20 minutes of physical activity, and 20 minutes of like kind of mental health. Um, so just a suggestion. It's something that I'm going to try too, but um, yeah, taking that time away is really crucial and digesting what's going on and kind of re-energizing yourself. Thank you for sharing that. So we are pretty much wrapped up with this today. Is there anything that you wanted to add to our viewers conversation or um, where they can follow you on social media? Yeah, absolutely. So you can follow me on cvablenotthelabel.info, which is my website, or you can follow me on Instagram at Christina Beard or at Miss Forest Park and on Facebook as well as Christina Beard, Miss Forest Park. Uh, and feel free to reach out to me with your autism stories and your acceptance experiences. Well, thank you, Christina, for chatting with us today. We really enjoyed getting to know you and we cannot wait to watch you on your journey to Miss Missouri. Thank you everyone for watching. We will see you next week on Spectrum Sundays.